Many years ago, back when I was a kid, I was repeatedly told that please was the magic word. Remember that? What's the magic word, Adam? Please. I even find myself doing it now with my own kids to instill some sort of manners in them. However, in business, there is a magic word and it is not please. Hi, I'm Adam Chatterley, and this is the Beauty Business Podcast. It's a podcast for people who run a beauty or wellness business. Basically, if you provide treatments or services for your clients, then it's for you. Now, whether you're a skincare expert, a lash technician, a massage therapist, esthetician, permanent makeup artist, waxing specialist, whatever your area of expertise, if you'd like to have more prospects, more leads and more clients than you can handle, and if you'd like to be making more money whilst having more fun than you think should be legal, well, you're in the right place. So whether you're starting out or you've been in the industry for years, I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the tools, strategies, techniques and systems that will help you. Plus, I'll be offering some inspiration and philosophization to ensure you start having more fun. And more importantly, you're making more money in your beauty business as quickly as possible. We're proud to now have over 1 million downloads worldwide and hundreds of five-star ratings and reviews. This is the podcast specifically for independent beauty business owners. So if you want to check out all the episodes, the guides, the downloads, the links and the giveaways, or you want to say hello and maybe ask a question, just head to beautybusinesspodcast.com. Back in the 1970s, a psychologist conducted a study that would fundamentally change our understanding of human behavior forever. Now, this all took place at Harvard University. I don't know why all the studies that we seem to look back on these days come from Harvard University, but anyway. Um, The psychologist was called Ellen Langer, and everything started when she asked her research assistants to cut in front of other students waiting in line to use the limited number of photocopiers in the university library because she had an important paper that she needed to submit and she was on a strict deadline. Now, to make the tasks go a bit more quickly, she was pretty clever, so she split the pages up between a number of assistants. One of them came back within minutes. The others took way longer. Now, ever curious about this, this intrigued Langer, and presumably, once she'd submitted the urgent paper that she needed to submit, she set to work studying what had happened. So she set up a bit of a test. She got her researchers to hang around in the library until a line formed at the photocopiers. Now, presumably, this didn't take very long because it was the 70s and photocopiers were in short supply, very expensive and comparably slow, even at Harvard. Now then, her researchers were to approach the line, go to the person next in line to use the machine and ask them one of three different questions. The first question was, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine? Now, for those of you too young to know, the leading supplier of photocopies at the time was a company called Xerox. And so many people simply called them Xerox machines, but just think photocopier. Now, the second question, so option number two was, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because I'm in a rush? And then version number three was, excuse me, I have five pages. May I use the Xerox machine because I have to make copies? So version one was a request only, i.e. no specific reason was given why they should cut in line or jump the queue. Version number two was a request with a real reason or a reason that made sense for them to jump to the front of the queue. And then version three was a request with a fake reason or a reason that basically made no sense at all why on earth they should be allowed to jump to the front of the line. I mean, at the end of the day, 
everyone in the line was there to make copies. So saying that they needed to make copies was not a really good reason at all. So we call that the fake reason. Now, the questions on the whole may not seem all that different, but the results were astounding. 60% of people, 60% of people were happy to let the researchers skip in line with question number one, simply asking, but with no reason given at all. 94% of people were happy to let the researchers skip the line with question number two, which was asking and then giving a logical reason that actually made sense. But surprisingly, 93% of the people let the researcher jump to the front of the queue when they asked and were given a completely nonsensical reason. Now, this research, which became known as the Copy Machine Study, I guess Xerox wouldn't let their name be used, and was published in the Journal of Social Psychology, has been quoted God knows how many times, including recently in books like Atomic Habits by James Clear, which is where I heard of it, and Influence by Robert Cialdini, two excellent books, by the way, that you should definitely read. But why on earth am I telling you all this? Well, did you spot the one word that was used and unique to questions two and three in the study, also known as the magic word? Now, this study showed that the word because is one of the most powerful words that we can use to drive behavior. Our own behavior, but more specifically, and more usefully to us, the behavior of other people. Now, there have been countless subsequent studies that have been done over the years to repeat this process and to either prove or disprove it, but the numbers keep coming out the same. Human beings are overwhelmingly more likely to do something if given a reason. But it's not the reason that seems to matter because there's only a 1% difference between a reason that makes sense and a reason that makes absolutely no sense at all. It seems to be that the use of the word because and then following that up with anything is what makes the difference. Now, the cool thing is it works on kids, employees, friends, partners, and most importantly for this podcast, and the reason I'm telling you this, my dear listener, is it works on clients. So how can you use this magical new knowledge that you have in your business practically and effectively and quickly? Well, lots of places. But if you want to know my favorite, then one of the easiest things that you can do to increase your bookings and your revenue in your own business is to rebook your clients more often and ideally get them to rebook sooner than they would if you leave them to their own devices. Now, this is kind of obvious. You instinctively know and you understand this, but still, to this day, the vast majority of us don't do it. Or we do it when we remember, or we do it when we think the client is likely to say yes, or when we have time. But if you and your team, if you have one, do ask every single client to rebook their next appointment before they leave your salon or clinic for this one, I guarantee you will at minimum double your rebooking rate. Now, I've got my own data on this going back over 15 years and more. So I know this is 100% true. And it goes without saying that if you double your rebooking rate, that means there's less white space or availability in your diary. You have more bookings. That's pretty obvious. It goes without saying. You have more money. You have higher revenue, which then has a compounding effect over the year. Because if you get each of your clients back just a week earlier, then if left to their own devices, and therefore they book in a bit later than they should, then you increase your average client value by around 18 to 22%. Now that means 
you need fewer new clients because more of your space is taken up more regularly by your existing clients, which means less need for constant new clients, resulting in less cost and time spent on marketing and advertising and social media, which means more time back for you to do with whatever you want. And you get all your extra money to do it with. So I think you'll see more rebookings is a very, very, very good thing. Hey, Adam here. And I just wanted to take a moment to thank a huge supporter of the podcast and the sponsor of today's episode, which is Shopify. Now, you may think you know what Shopify is all about, but you might be surprised by this. Now, it's no secret at all that Shopify have redefined online retail, helping millions of people sell billions of things everywhere around the world. But did you know that they can do the same thing inside your business? Now, if you want to give your point of sale solution a serious upgrade, that you can do it with Shopify. Now, Shopify's new POS solution is the command center that you need for your retail product sales, both online and when clients visit you in salon. From everything from accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has got everything that you need to sell both in person and online. And if you've listened to my podcast for any period of time, you know that I'm all about the numbers. Okay, so with Shopify, you get this absolute powerhouse of a selling solution that really does bring together the sales that you make in person and the ones that you make online into one single source of truth. Now, all of this means that you can effortlessly track each sale across your entire business all from one place, including knowing who's buying what, who needs to replace which products and exactly what you've got in stock at any given time. So if you're struggling to get eyeballs on your digital stuff as well, Shopify have even got you tools to help you with that. They can drive traffic to your website and your products with plug and play stuff and tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and way beyond so that you can finally leverage all of that hard work that you're putting into your social media. Now, you can take payments on your smartphone, on your tablet, or you can look really cool by using Shopify's fancy POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution which takes every single major payment method that's out there. Now, of course, because at Shopify, there's no hidden fees, no hidden nasties, nothing but good old-fashioned low fees and transparent pricing right from day one. Now, like I said, I'm hugely grateful to Shopify for partnering with me and sponsoring this episode, and we both want this to be as easy a process as possible for you to check out. So Shopify have agreed to let you check all of this out, everything they do, for two whole months for just $1 per month. Now that is an incredible, incredible deal right there. So to sign up for this exclusive $1 a month test drive of all things Shopify, just head to shopify.com forward slash beauty business. All of that in lowercase. It really couldn't be any easier. You can even do it right now. Pause this episode, open up a browser, type in shopify.com forward slash beauty business to take the retail side of your beauty business to the next level today. Just don't forget to come back and listen to the rest of the episode once you're done. So one more time, in case you were fumbling around to unlock your phone whilst I was saying that, shopify.com slash beauty business, all one word. Now to make your life even easier, I'm going to put a link in the show notes pages and in the episode description as well. So uh, if you do listen to the end of this episode, go and check those out. You can click on that and you can go and set that up straight away. Okay, speak to you soon. So why doesn't everyone ask their clients to rebook? Well, the common reasons that are given to me or I come across are these. Not enough time, fear of seeming pushy, fear of them saying no, I forgot, or they'll book back in again if they want to come back. Any of these sound familiar to you? So hopefully now you've seen just how important rebookings are, let's deal with 
each one of those reasons that people give for not asking their questions to ebooks. So you can use your magical new vocabulary on them. So let's deal with first one, not enough time. Okay, I get it. You're super busy, but it literally takes seconds to ask the question, would you like to book your next appointment now? So this is kind of an excuse and probably one of the other reasons in disguise, but it's one of the most common answers I get. So let's stick with it. So would you like to book your next appointment now? That took literally two seconds to say. And if the client says yes, great, that's what we wanted. So it takes you or your receptionist about a minute to actually book the client in. Winner. But it did take a bit of time, but it's time very well spent. So what if the client says no? Well, that's fine too. At least you asked the question and now the hold interaction took about five seconds. So it really isn't a time issue, is it? But the thing is, we want more rebookings. So we want as many of those people that we ask, since we're asking everyone, to say yes. So enter our newfound magical vocabulary. You could say, would you like to get your next appointment booked in now because we're getting really busy? There's that word because. Now that one word alone is going to take it from a 60% likelihood that they say yes to a 90% likelihood that they say yes and they'll thank you for asking. Now I think that's worth the extra one and a half seconds it took to add the bit at the end that says because we're getting really busy, don't you think? But now you know that there's real power in the words that you use, is there anything else you can add to this to almost guarantee that they're going to say yes? So how about Would you like to get your next appointment booked now because we're getting really busy and I don't want you to miss out? Ooh, see that? We just introduced possible future pain. Or put another way, FOMO. People hate missing out. It's uncomfortable. It's even a little bit painful. And as human beings, we run away from pain far more and far faster than we tend to move towards pleasure or what's good for us. So, with another eight words and about two more seconds, you've now made it as likely as possible that this client is going to say yes to rebooking. What a result. Job done. Let's face it, not enough time is not really a good enough reason not to ask every client to rebook, is it? There's a lot of knots in there, but I think you make, you get the idea. So what's next? So the next objection or the next reason I get for not asking everyone is a fear or a dislike, or a not wanting to seem pushy. Now, just go back to the question that I just asked. Did that sound pushy to you? Offering to help your client out by booking them in now, both saving them the hassle of remembering to book in when everything else that they've got going on in life is going on, saving them the physical time to actually contact you or go to your bookings pages and to book in themselves, and then the pain and discomfort of them finding out that they can't get their preferred time slot because they left it too late themselves, kind of sounds to me like you're the one doing them the favour. Wouldn't you agree? I think it's not pushy at all. In fact, I'd go as far as to say that this is actually adding value, adding customer service, adding more to what you're offering your clients. So next up, how about the fear of them saying no? Well, you've now got the exact magical words the exact question to use in order to almost guarantee that they're going to say yes. But occasionally, someone will say no. And that is absolutely fine because we're not trying to persuade, cajole, arm twist or force anyone to do anything. So if they say no, you simply say, no problem. Thought I'd ask, have a lovely rest of the day. Okay. Next one is, I forgot. Hmm. Well, 
quite frankly, this is the worst reason, the most rubbish reason, a total excuse. Because since you're now aware of the benefits of rebooking, it seems crazy to just say, I forgot. So I want you to make this your focus for this week to ask every single client that you perform a treatment on. And if you have a team, make it everyone's focus for this week, make it a whole kind of team challenge. And if you can track how many clients you ask and how many rebookings you get. And I guarantee that you're going to see a huge difference in the number of bookings you have in your diary in about six to eight weeks time, if that kind of time frame makes sense for your clients to rebook in. Then once you've seen it happen, I want you to make it a part of your end of treatment procedure, just like taking payment from people and just like saying goodbye. And finally, the last main reason that people give me is they'll book back in again if they want to come back. Well, they might, sure. And even if they do, it'll probably only occur to them to do so long after they should have come back in again for their next treatment or their service in order for them to get the best results that they want. So by not asking them, if they'd like to book back in again now, you're not only losing money for your business and making your life harder, but you're also doing your clients a disservice. (gasps) Now, I know you don't want that because I know that most likely you started your business because you care about people and you want to help them. So if you really want to help your clients get the best results or the best outcome, then it's actually part of your job. It's your duty to ask them, remind them to rebook in at a time that's best for them. So how does all that feel? Seems to me like all the reasons not to ask every single one of your clients if they'd like to rebook their next treatment now has kind of been dealt with. And now the magic word because isn't limited only to the world of rebookings. It's the easiest most effective way to simply use your new powers. And it's the one thing that if I could get every single beauty business owner to do, it would be simply to do that. But you can also use this when speaking to potential clients about why they should book in with you for a quick consultation, for a first treatment, for a taster treatment, or simply to kind of answer your five question quick skincare analysis or whatever you've got, um, because you deserve better clients. You deserve better clients and more money in your business. See what I did there? Now, just remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Thanks, Spider-Man. So don't come complaining to me when you filled your appointment books with too many clients and you can't stop them purchasing more retail products than you can seem to fit on the shelves. But I would love to hear your results after implementing this into your business. So please take this action. Use the magic word, measure your results, and then let me know how you get on. All I want you to do is send me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com or leave a comment on the show notes pages, which you'll find at beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash episode 183. Now, I'd actually like to ask you a favor. If you have found this episode useful in any way, please, would you share it with one other person? Because more brave beauty business owners like you need help to make the money they deserve. And if you sharing this episode helps even one person to have less stress and more money in their business, then that would make me very happy indeed. And it would make you a truly awesome person. So click the share button in the application that you're listening on, send it to someone that you think it might help with a personal note as to why. Because if you do that, then you'll have my eternal thanks. That's it for this week's episode. Bye for now. 
You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at.